0: Tonight, a true David and Goliath story. We take you into the heart of the Hong Kong democracy protests, staring down Beijing. It's December 31st, and this is the Ezra LeVant Show. Why should others go to jail why? when you're a biggest carbon why? consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I publish it, is because it's my bloody right to do so.
1: China is a evil party. Hong Kong, no more to stand with China. We need independence.
2: Yeah. And what's your, what's your message to... Do, you, you, have you seen Donald Trump? Do you think he
1: should step in? Donald Trump don't trust China! China is an asshole!
3: We want the British
2: government to come back and rule us again.
1: We
4: don't
2: want the Chinese
4: government to rule us anymore.
2: You, you want the British to come back? Yes, of course. The Chinese government is terrible. What, what, what's your message to people who, who call the old British government a colonial power that used to uh, abuse the entire world? No, uh, simply we just want the British government to come back and rule us again. Is that simple? Okay. So you think the British did well? The British government did very well. Why have we got an American flag here today?
5: Because we appreciate the American spirit. We fight for freedom and democracy till death.
2: (laughs) OK, um, and so if, if, uh, if you could send a message to Donald Trump, what would it be?
5: Uh, Mr Trump, uh, we are very humble and powerless people in Hong Kong. And we know that when the Americans fight for their independence, they need to pay a lot, like for blood and life. And we are prepared for that. And in any moment, if you can help us, like the American people and President Trump, please help us. And I
4: would like to have this chance to thank President Trump that speak uh, things in Hong Kong for us. Especially a few a few days ago, he uh, speak with a lot of uh, uh, powerful people in different country about Hong Kong situation, and we appreciate that and thank you for thank you for him to help us uh, speak out the, the situation in Hong Kong.
5: And something we want to say to the American common people is that uh, be careful of uh, the Chinese uh, business activity because actually they will slowly corrupt your whole country. The workers who, who are in uh, perfect that, yeah
4: to... the crew that joined the protest. Uh, China re- requests Pacific, Cafe Pacific to give out a list of the of their crews that joined the, the protest, and then the CEO refused. So he, we we think that he is forced to resign his position. Two
5: of them, one of them is CEO. Yeah. I mean, Cafe Pacific is our company. Why the hell the companies can remove remove the CEO from us? I, we are very angry about this. And a few days ago, a few days ago, uh, something happened in the rest. Residential area in uh, Hong Kong, uh, a city called an uh, 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 area called Sha Tin. Uh, in the residential area, uh, the government starts to build the facial recognition system, which is the first step of their social credit system. They are trying to make Hong Kong like Xinjiang right now. I mean, if we fail this time, Hong Kong will be the second Xinjiang. And all of us, they already arrested 700 people. They, I'm sure, they will end up in Xinjiang concentration. Camp. In my mind, uh, the communists, they are right now, they're actually like Nazi. I mean, I mean, uh, this is what I want to say to the American people and, uh, and Trump and also to the rest of the world. Uh, this is our duty to fight against something like something like Nazi. Yeah.
4: If we don't fight here now, we'll lose forever. It's no more Hong Kong. No. It's not. not if, if, if we lose in this battle, Hong Kong is not even an international city. It's just a state inside of China.
2: It- Why should Americans care?
4: Because, because Americans are uh, very... How to say it? They care for the freedom and democracy, and we are fighting for this now. So
5: I think I think they can choose not to care. I mean, uh, it's actually practically, it's, it's really practically not their business. I I I in my heart I know that, but it's like we are raising conscience, concerns. It's like if you if you want to save us, if you want to safeguard this world, then support us.
6: We're in the Central District of Hong Kong documenting a protest that was unfolding at noon. A protest full of business people. They were in high heels and business suits. This wasn't the regular protests that you've seen typically in international media. This is basically the Wall Street of Hong Kong and while they were protesting in a show of strength following an embarrassing defeat of the pro-Beijing loyalists last night. Regina Ip with her squadron of Hong Kong police force pushed their way through an entire group, an entire block full of peaceful protesters in maybe a show of strength you could call it, even though last night her party met an embarrassing defeat. How does it feel to betray the people of Hong Kong? How does it feel to betray the people of Hong Kong? Now, as she left, she got into a taxi cab, a nondescript taxi cab. It was very well orchestrated. This was a pre planned provocation of these peaceful protesters. She got into this taxi cab and fled. And the police got into their uh, van, and as they did, the crowd went nuts, booing the police officers, in fact, and they eventually left, and the crowd almost immediately dispersed to get back to work. This is the Wall Street of Hong Kong, effectively, and these are not the typical protesters that you see wearing black and graffitiing the, uh, the streets. These are people who sit at desks at work uh, throughout the day, and they came out to protest and celebrate, even, the victory that the democracy movement had last night. I think it seems like they were trying to get a reaction, trying to get people to break the law, to assault her even, so that she uh, could act like a martyr, so she could show the world that these protesters are violent, vile people. They weren't. She went through without a hitch. They just shouted at her and booed her and exercised the liberties that they're allowed to exercise for the meantime, until 2047. when those liberties expire. We're standing here in the central district of Hong Kong where their daily lunch protests, they call it, are happening. Now what happens here is at 12.15 in the afternoon they send out a text on Telegram saying where exactly it will happen. Yesterday it happened on a street sort of in their Wall Street area, their equivalent here in Hong Kong. Today it's just in a mall and you can hear them shouting right now, stand with Hong Kong, fight for freedom. There's also posters like what we saw uh, at the rally outside of PolyU yesterday. We heard from uh, candidates who went into Poly University to mediate with the 20 uh, remaining political activists. Uh, They said that hopefully the university will be taking custody of the campus today. We haven't heard an update on that yet. We don't know if that's going to be happening for sure. And we also don't know if the police will actually agree to that. Now Carrie Lam today came out with a few statements that were a bit surprising following her huge collapse in the polls on Sunday. She said today that the results meant that Hong Kongers were, one, disappointed in their government, which, yeah, that's pretty true. But the second statement was that Hong Kongers want to go back to normal. Now, that didn't really make much sense to me. And I'm going to ask these folks here today if they really believe that. Do they want things to be going back to normal or do they want the government to give in to their five fairly reasonable demands? Let's go ask and see what they have to say.
4: We cannot go back to our normal lives without fighting, without having the five demands. That's what we think, because we were being silenced for almost like 20 years after we turned to China. This is the time we should stand out step up to say what we really want so we're not there's no going back oh unless God. we
6: they, the government meets oh the five demands offers what does your sign mean
5: and no one political party will forever be in power all people like peace but we also want justice if justice is not done
3: how can people return to normal yeah we won but they they need to s- stop the the violence from from the police first. I think
4: it's more that things have been difficult recently, but this year has presented an opportunity for genuine reform and for things in Hong Kong to genuinely
5: get better. Monday to Friday we come out to speak to uh, Carrie Lam, please uh, satisfy our five demands. Unless she uh, satisfies our demands, uh, we will not rest.
4: I believe government should work for the people, and they should be scared of people, not the people should be scared of the
3: government. She was elected by no one, she represents the Communist Party, the people of Hong Kong gave their verdict on her and her government on Sunday, and if she chooses to ignore it, she must bear the consequences, and they are not going to be nice.
0: And we got back to the hotel room to edit this video after we met one of the chief people here in Hong Kong. And as we did, um, we, we were sitting down and, and we had the do not disturb sign on the door. And all of a sudden, we heard a quick knock. And before I could get to the door, the door was actually opening. And I, I, I stand in front of the door as the doors open and I see three men in suits. One appeared to be a hotel staff member, and two, uh, it wasn't clear why they were there, uh, and then I said, "Well, what are you doing here?" And they said, "Oh, uh, do you need the room clean? Um, we're, we're, uh, we're 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 uh, cleaning crew." It was sort of mixed Cantonese English, uh, and then I was like, uh, "No, we we don't need that. The do not disturb signs on the door. What are you doing here?" And they said, "Oh, don't don't worry," in Cantonese, and I think said goodbye. And i thought that was really curious i i've never seen a situation where uh three men in suits are coming to clean rooms maybe maybe if they were checking to see if a room needed to be cleaned but i don't know why they would need three of them i don't know why they would be in suits and why they wouldn't send a maid there and i certainly don't know why they would enter a room while the do not disturb sign was on the door uh, we were gone from the hotel most of the day, so maybe they thought we weren't in there and they were coming to check out the room. Um, I mean, we're quite clearly journalists. When we came into the hotel to check in, we had to give them our passports, which I thought was weird on the get-go, but I guess that's standard practice here in Hong Kong helps Beijing keep track of political dissidents here coming into the country. Um, so I thought this was all curious. We closed the door and we went back to editing the video and I was... i was a little bit concerned and then as i was walking uh, we sort of looked around the room on a little bit more high alert than what we were before we thought well maybe they were coming to bug the room maybe they were coming to pick up a bug that was in the room we didn't know what was going on but we looked on the floor and something i noticed was a little chip and it was a sim card and i i i don't want to say too much about it because i'm sure well, I, I, I still have the SIM card on me. We're, we're going to be bringing it back to Canada to analyze it, but I have it on good authority that this is something from what looks like a burner phone or it's, an, it's something that could, um, it could trace a phone if it was in a device. Now, we checked all of our devices. There was nothing strange about the devices that we saw. But what I imagine this was, was sort of a phishing attempt this is just a guess, it seems like a phishing attempt where you drop a SIM card uh, hope, and, and hope that the people who find it will put it in their phone out of curiosity. And when they do that, it could compromise the device. Now, we have no idea, we're gonna bring it back to Canada and have our security guys analyze it. Hopefully they can figure something out, figure out why it was there, but what's curious is that it's not mine, it's not my cameraman's, and it was certainly most definitely not on the floor when uh, we took the, when when we took custody of the room we had the room for about three days before we found it so uh, and the do not disturb sign was on the door the whole time we didn't want any maids coming in and going through our stuff or anything like that so there's no way this could have gotten here i it, it, we just don't understand why that sim card would be in our room it's just such a curious thing um so we're going to look at it and see what we can find from it when we bring it back to canada
6: We're here in Hong Kong today on Election Day. This is the day that Hong Kongers are coming to the polls to vote for their district councillors. It's pretty much the lowest level of government here in this city, but it's being taken by many as a referendum on the Free Hong Kong movement uh, that we've seen grow over the past 36 weeks here in Hong Kong. The polling lines have gone around the block a few times actually, it's the longest polling lines I've ever seen. We've actually just interviewed a few of the candidates here, both pro-democracy and pro-Beijing. And as we were doing so, some police in full riot gear showed up. They had shields and the whole riot gear get up. Right now there's been no whispers of any sort of uh, protests or demonstrations to be had. The protesters, we have it on good authority, they actually want to remain very cautious just yesterday and today because they don't want to get arrested. They could be detained uh, to the point where they're not allowed to vote because poll stations could close uh, and they would lose out on their opportunity. The protesters are very eager to vote. Like I said, the turnout here already, the polls have been open for just uh, three hours and more than three times the usual amount of voters have showed up. It's about 160,000 people have already voted by now, the point of filming three hours into the polling day. We're going to throw to my interview here with Andrew Shu. He was the pro-democracy candidate who actually lost an ear. A pro-Beijing hooligan actually came and bit it off while he was demonstrating with other Hong Kongers. Here's what he had to say.
1: In the early November, um, I was attacked by a attacker. Um, when I tried to protect the citizens, avoid the attacker's attack. If the time is we have time machine and back to at that moment, I will still come out to protect my uh, uh, Hong Kong citizens. Uh, because actually it's a, a duty call as an elected representative in the constituency.
6: Do you support the five demands?
1: Yeah, of course. As a Democrat, um, we understand that the Hong Kong government now is not responsive to Hong Kongers. They, Carrie Lam and her government just responsible to the CCP and the Beijing authority.
6: The new uh, ambassador from Beijing to Canada just recently threatened the Canadian government that if they follow suit with the Americans with the similar bill that their uh, Congress just passed, there will be severe repercussions. What do you think about that? That is the evil side
1: of CCP. You can see that Beijing government try to use their influence power all around the world and try to be um, gained um, from this inference. no matter trying to um, cover all those negative message or evidence in the foreign countries or try to threaten the government or those politicians to just keep silence for uh, the Chinese government's um, some something um, bad behavior so this is not um, a core values um, for our world. As a, as a global citizens, we truly believe that um, democracy and freedom of expression is a very um, core values for human beings. And we cannot fear uh, for these kinds of Threaten, and we must stay firm to support democ- democracy and freedom. And I do hope that uh, no matter is from Canada and the pharaohs around the whole world can continue to support our democratic movement in Hong Kong and stand with Hong Kong.
6: Now I want to compare that interview to a pro-Beijing candidate, his opponent, Andrew's opponent. Here's what he had to say. His responses to very similar questions. Do should, think- Donald, should, John, should Donald Trump sign the bill on his desk? Uh, no, no. This this is a district uh, uh, election, so
3: no big no big uh, international issues. My main focus today is uh, this district, uh, Taikoo West constituency. And all along, during the last few years, uh, we uh, only focus on the community level uh, matters. For example, the traffic, for example, the hygiene matters, and anything else, uh, we, we are not going to say anything about exactly. it. Do you support the five demands. Anything, anything too big, any big issues is not proper in this small community. All right. So uh, all along, we emphasise on um, peace, quietness and better environment for the residents in this constituency. So anything extra than that, uh, I'm not going to comment
6: on it. Do you like all right. Or, do okay. local okay.
3: local Thank, you so Thank you so much.
6: Now you can tell the stark differences between those two interviewees. One was happy to conduct the interview and one was very tight-lipped. He was on a very tight leash from Beijing, it seemed. We also caught up with a third uh, pro-democracy candidate.
7: Now you can see that this is like a de facto referendum. This is a very uncommon situation in Hong Kong because ordinarily, uh, normally for district council election, we have um, we have less uh, turnout rate than uh, the legislative election. But uh, the legislature election. But now you can see that uh, probably the turnout rate is the highest so far, and uh, would be record high. So um, it's like a de facto referendum, and it's allowed people to uh, express their opinion directly and uh, and. I think this is a very, I think this is the most important election um, and I hope that people will turn out and cast their vote and show their uh, determination and support. Hong Kong is like a showroom or show flat and showing to the world that um, whether the Chinese government in fact will honor their promises and whether one country, two, two systems can work and whether the Chinese government respects uh, rule of law and freedoms and human rights. And obviously, you can see that just 20 years after the handover, we can see that the erosion of one country to sh- two systems. So, it is, um, and so this is if we have this uh, Human Rights Act, um, this would at least help uh, Hong Kong people to have some kind of confidence. Uh, uh, in maintaining our uh, uh, our present system, and at least those who want to destroy or want to um, want to affect adversely uh, of our human rights and the present system would have some kind of uh, consequences in the future. So uh, this is, I think, it's. Uh at least to make sure that Hong Kong people still have confidence, and and it is kind, it's like a motivation for us to to embrace our values.
6: And I have one last question: okay. Do you support the five demands, all five demands? Of-
7: absolutely, absolutely. I no one less, yeah, not one less. Okay, so uh, I support all these five demands and not one less.
6: Excuse me. Hi, can I ask you what the priority is for the police today?
3: Uh, to make sure the uh, environment for all voters is as safe as possible so that people can vote without any fear of intimidation from any side
6: are you expecting any irregularities from uh, any, any interference?
3: Uh, hopefully not uh, we're not we don't have any information that there's going to be any problems and hopefully there won't be any problems. You're here for
2: the protest. Can you tell us what what, what is the protest movement? What are they fighting for?
8: Well, initially it was about an extradition bill which would uh, allow the government to send people from Hong Kong to mainland China for trial and of course, although we are not a democracy in Hong Kong, but we have the rule of law, independence of the judiciary, but in mainland China, it's complete lawless Business. So, people are very frightened and could not understand why the government of Kerry Lam would want to do a stupid thing like that, particularly ever since 1997, when Britain handed Hong Kong back to uh, China. They have been negotiating with the mainland for a deal and could not get anywhere. So you know how difficult it is. And suddenly, out of the blue, because of a Taiwan homicide case, Kerry Lam came out to make the proposal. So the whole town just blew up. and then. It in the end because so many people marched and many foreign governments including the Canadian government and others spoke out so she came out and said okay okay we stop the bill the bill is dead and people say what do you mean (laughs) why don't you just use a proper language saying the bill has been completely withdrawn and she refused and then in the meantime there were many demonstrations many were peaceful attracting one to two million people but some uh, the young people they had confrontation with the police and the police beat up a lot of people and so far they have arrested over 700 people already. So the people say, well, there should be an independent inquiry looking into the whole saga. Why did the government make such a blunder and why did the police behave in such a brutal way? And of course, some of the protesters also uh, attacked the police. So we want a comprehensive inquiry. And she refused. So that's why today uh, the Civil Human Rights Front uh, which organised the big march for 1 million and 2 million. They're organising another march, but the police said, no, no march, but you can have a rally in Victoria Park. But the capacity of the park is only about 100,000, and there may be you know, a million or more people joining. So what do we do? So the organisers said, OK... No violence, no disorder. So, you people, you go into Victoria Park. Once it's full, then we'll get ushers to take you out of the park. You go to the nearby station to take the train. And if there's so many people, then the streets next to the park will be full. Causeway bay will be full. Wan Chai will be full. (laughs) Central will be full. Then the government would know that there are many people who want to join this peaceful rally. The organizers said also, please come. Don't wear any mask, don't wear any goggles, don't wear any gear. We are peaceful, but then some people say no. We will come fully armed, <laughs> so we don't know what will happen. Well, we did see last night
2: some of the escalating on the streets, and a lot of the people wearing masks tell us that they wear it because uh, the police are very heavy-handed and use uh, yeah. uh, um, different uh, 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 tear gas, etc. Do, do you understand?
8: I understand, and uh, but the organisers say this is a peaceful thing, and maybe you think. The organizers are naive. They say that if you're peaceful, if the park is full, then you walk out, and that is no not an illegal assembly. So if you walk out, that is fine, and the police will not attack you. But some say, oh no, you don't trust the police; they may attack us. If they want to protect themselves, that's fine. But I don't. I don't hope. I hope people will not come fully <laughs> covered up and all that, waiting for trouble. And how do you see this all
2: ending? Do you, do you feel? Is we see China at the moment is get you know, building a a, a military might on the border. Are you worried of an
8: invasion? Are you worried that this is going to escalate? First of all, my dear, it's not a border. We are the same country. So it's a boundary. (laughs) I have to correct all these journalists time and time again. Of course, they are amassing uh, troops there. And in fact, they allow the foreign press to go in and film them, which is totally (laughs) unheard of.
2: Why? Why?
8: Yeah. Why? Well, they want a. They want to show you so that you can show the picture. See all oh, the military might. But then they also have people. The police here gave an off-the-record briefing to the foreign press two or three days ago, saying, "No need." We are all ready. We don't need any help from across the boundary. We have had no training exercise with them. We can control the situation. So I think the police, they are very aware of the bad image they are getting internationally. So they want to tell the press, no, we're not going to invite them to come in. But on the other hand, there are some people over there who want to uh, scare the Hong Kong people. So I think, by and large, the people don't expect them to march across the boundary. In fact, the People's Liberation Army have been stationed in Hong Kong ever since 1997. There's always 6,000 of them here, but they are invisible. So now they are flexing their muscle. I think they just want to tell people to calm down, don't fight with the police. But the people say, I don't want to fight with the police. We just want the government to accede to our demands, which are very reasonable. Set up a commission of inquiry, withdraw the bloody bill. We're not fighting for independence or self-determination. Maybe the Canadians, (laughs) those in Quebec may support it. (laughs) But we're not fighting for those things. We're fighting for very reasonable things. And in the past 24, 48 hours, the Canadian Prime Minister has spoken out, the British, the German, the Australian, the European Union. And today, just an hour ago, the European Union issued another statement, and then they issued a joint statement with the Canadian government. So you can see the international community is very alarmed, and they're calling on all parties to exercise restraint and to find a political solution, and not to use force and violence.
2: And how do you see it ending?
8: Well, I hope it will end like that. Because at the end of the day, my dear, Hong Kong is important to China. In spite of the fact they say, oh, China is so rich, we are just a tiny percentage of their GDP, be that as it may. We've got the rule of law. We've got international connections. We are an important international financial center. They come here to raise capital. They use Hong Kong a lot. So I wouldn't think anyone in Beijing, in his right mind, would want to come in and smash Hong Kong to smithereens. And I tell you, this is Hong Kong. This is not Tiananmen Square you remember what happened 30 years ago. They say, the Chinese say they're not going to repeat that. And I certainly hope they won't. And the whole world is watching. Last time they stopped the bill. Not because a million people marched, they stopped the bill because there were 67 statements issued by foreign governments, not 67 bombs, 67 statements. So I call on the international community, particularly the Canadian government, because I don't know whether you know, there are 300,000. Canadian citizens living and working in this city, many Canadian companies. So Canada has a real interest here to make sure that peace is restored, that the government can enter into negotiation with the opposition and settle this amicably.
6: Right now we're in the middle of the demonstration outside of Poly University. Poly University is the campus where 20 students are holed up following eight days of being blockaded inside of the campus. They're running out of food. Some say on Telegram that they've been contemplating suicide. Now, this crowd has gathered here in the aftermath of the election that happened on Sunday where there's an overwhelming democratic win. Now, that means that the pro-Beijing loyalist parties lost a ton of seats here in Hong Kong. And in light of that, they've all, all of these Hong Kong students and graduates have come to the periphery of the Poly University campus and are chanting five demands, not one less, liberate Hong Kong. And now, if you look up there, we'll just point the camera up there. Um, I'm not sure if you'll be able to see them, but there's police officers pacing along this walkway that goes straight into the campus from over here from the street uh, from the main market area right next to the campus into the campus there there's police walking along there and what we're seeing is the crowd is heckling them i've never seen anything like this thousands of people shining their phone lights they're shining their phone lights at them chanting at the police officers walking along that walkway this is surreal now, we were just over over there where that flag is. Um, and right where that flag is is the front line of this demonstration where there's thousands of people here. That's the front line, and there's about a two dozen police officers dressed up in full riot gear, shotguns, tear gas, the whole works, bear spray. Um, and, and they're there guarding the entrance. The, there, there's a thin line of plastic that the media are pressing up against, and the protesters are pushing the media forward. And it's just getting closer and closer to the police officers. The tension here, you could cut it through the air with a knife. It's unbelievable what's going on here right now. No, it makes me think of protesters in Canada and the United States. I've been to many of these protests where Antifa is protesting in Portland and what have you. And it just, when you juxtapose their issues with what's going on here, It's like you you cannot even compare Antifa to the five demands of these people. They're fighting for five things. Universal suffrage, the withdrawal of the extradition bill completely. They want uh, the withdraw, the renaming of, they want the renaming of these uh, demonstrations from riots to peaceful demonstrations. They want a full inquiry into the police brutality that they've seen here. There's been huge amounts uh, there's been huge amounts here in Hong Kong of police brutality. Police actually curb stomping some uh, some protesters, A huge overuse of tear gas. That's what they're fighting against here in Hong Kong. They're fighting for their right to live in a peaceful and democratic country. City, really. And the police aren't having it. Although, I will note that today the police seem to be acting more withdrawn. They're acting almost like they don't want to antagonize this vast crowd of protesters. So, credit where credit is due. They're actually being a little bit restrained. We're going to keep going through this protest and keep up our coverage. You can see what's going on, our live updates on Twitter at The Real Kian. But more importantly, please go to Hong Kong Reports com to see all of our coverage and pitch in a few bucks to cover what we're doing here our hotel rooms our taxis our metro passes and our airline tickets it's very expensive to do this but we hope that you uh, find this coverage here on the ground in the middle of this crowd useful okay what happened in there what, what happened in there what's happened in there no I, I think you the, the, the university is going to make the announcement they will well take over the process did any students come out? Uh, not at this moment. How are the students faring? Uh, they are healthy, and uh, well, um, they can communicate well with us properly. Are they concerned about the uh, about charges? Should they come out? So are, is that a serious concern for them? Well, they are concerning about uh, whether the police will withdraw tomorrow. And then we hope that yes, our wish, well, the police will withdraw tomorrow because, well, the authority of the university will go in well, tomorrow and then uh, to take over the possession of the, of the premises. When will the university statement come out, do you know? Uh, I think tomorrow morning. I don't know. I'm not quite sure, but I think, well, they, w- they are going to do it. Were in there with the students?
5: You, I was I was yeah okay I
6: and was. what was what was the mood in there were they there some reports were saying that they were hurting themselves um, and and many were suicidal is that in fact the case
5: um, I, I, I'm not sure but uh, actually I uh, we were uh, six of us were inside and then we just met up two people mm-hmm. yeah we just met up two people and we don't know the number the exact number or anything else yeah okay. yes yeah, so sorry but, and then what we are going to do At the moment, we have to like uh, pushing. We want to pushing the. We want to push the university, the uh, to take over the university. Not later by uh, tomorrow, and then so the police will retreat. Yeah, and then to settle the the conflict.
6: Now these are just hopes. They don't know what's going to happen. The police haven't responded to those demands from these five new councillors that have been elected. We're going to have to wait till tomorrow morning to see how the university responds with this um, new request from these candidates and if the police will then fall in line with that expectation. My guess is the police won't. My guess is Beijing is going to want to throw the book at these students. They're going to want to make sure that they are crushed after they have stood up to Beijing, to Carrie Lam and to the Beijing loyal government here in Hong Kong. That's just my guess. We'll have to see what happens tomorrow. Apple News came to Hong Kong trying to uncover the other side of the story, to share with the world the side of the story that Beijing doesn't want the world to hear. We came to Hong Kong just a few days before a massive election was held, and it really was a historic election for Hong Kong. There was a massive sweep for the Democrat Party here. The pro-democracy camp won an overwhelming victory, over 90% of the seats. This is an amazing movement that we're seeing here today and it's being capped off here tonight in an evening of song. They're singing uh, Glory to Hong Kong and Can You Hear the People Sing. Tonight is a time when they're thinking about the folks that are trapped in PolyU. There's still 20 students in PolyU and their fate is yet unknown. These folks here held a moment of silence amid their song and it really was an emotional night, it was something like I've never seen before. When Rebel News came here we weren't sure what we were going to find. What we did find was millions of Hong Kongers passionate to hold on to the liberty that was left to them at the handover from the British Empire to what they have today with their basic law we found people willing to stand eye to eye with riot police to stand up for their fellow protesters who are now locked in polyu we found people who will gather in an auditorium like this to sing and remember those that they've lost in these protests don't forget many people have been arrested thousands many people have committed suicide allegedly at the hands of what looks like to be the police we faced off with regina Ip. she's the head of the new People's Party here in Hong Kong. She's someone who has a direct hand in the police brutality that we've seen here. We've seen people who have been curb stomped by the police, people who have been bowled over with riot shields. These people really have something to fight for. And I know I speak on behalf of Rebel News when we say we stand with the people of Hong Kong.
4: the world at large I would like them to keep reporting
1: on Hong Kong
7: the world needs to know that our government is lying to the world that they make it sounds like it's not just a small number of people trying to defy the government which is not a majority of Hong Kong people are fighting against the government we want five demands to be met <laughs>